know if your horse is engaged or not? And more specifically, how do you know if your horse's core is engaged? We hear about it so much in riding, but as riders, it can be difficult to know if this is happening or not. Well, we're going to chat all about that today. You ready? Hi there, my name is Lorna Leeson and this is the Daily Strides Podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you to have better conversations with your horse. And today I want to talk about engaging your horse's core. It is so important. Um, it is the whole foundation of, I suppose, good and successful, good, there's a generic term, good and successful training and riding with your horse. And the reason is because when the core is engaged, it means that energy is flowing through. The reason this is so important is because horses have to work in order to be successful. Um, they have to work from the back to the front. They have to be in rear wheel drive if you want, okay? If you can imagine that. So the energy is created in the back end and then it is the, almost, it moves through the horse, but the horse is pushing, propelling, thrusting themselves forward, okay? From the back end. Now, if the core is not engaged, that energy leaks out all over the place and you don't then get the desired results. Whatever it is you're after, you're not going to be able to get it. And maybe you might touch and go with it, but it's not going to be sustainable for any length of time because the horse won't be physically strong enough. So that is why engaging your horse's core is so important. It is like the, it, it's, it's just foundational to everything. Now, where a lot of riders get confused in this is because they look for the end result before they begin looking at actually what the beginning should be. And the beginning is always going forwards. The horse has to move forwards. I can't stress that enough, okay? It has to be moving and thinking forwards all of the time. And I'm going to end this podcast episode with that whole all of the time, okay? But um, that is what is so important. It has to be moving forwards, has to be thinking forwards, okay? Um, it is the keys to the kingdom where it comes to actually getting your horse horse to do anything and I suppose to do anything in a way that he is engaged in and that he's enjoying himself because at the end of the day that is really really important okay so we want him that he's moving forward that he's thinking forward and then what we want then is that we can start to put energy into that so if you want to think of it as almost like the cables so think of it like an electricity cable or something like that okay and you want power going through if you have a little or a pipe maybe a little flimsy pipe and you want to put loads of water into it or loads of electricity into it okay and um, it is not going to be it's only going to be able to deliver as much as the pipe or the cable can carry okay whereas when you start to make a bigger pipe or put in more cables it means it can deliver more power and whether that be water energy electricity whatever the case is okay if there's more cables there or the pipe is bigger there's a bigger diameter on the pipe it's going to be able to deliver more power okay so we want to think of our horse like that and engaging the core basically allows us to start developing or to start building either more cables or making a bigger pipe okay so that is why it's so important now where I see a lot of riders go wrong is that they want this to happen all of the time. And I mentioned about the end result. They will want the horses to go, quote unquote, on the bit, okay, from the get-go. And the horse is just physically not able to do that, first of all, okay? And then secondly, it's very often the rider is actually the issue where it comes to this. And for two reasons, okay? First of all, it could be 
that the rider is doing a whole lot of things they shouldn't be doing in the saddle. Um, they're fidgeting, they're moving, they're digging holes with their seat bones, they're doing all sorts of things, okay, that they shouldn't be doing in the saddle. Can also be that the horse's back is just physically not strong enough. And what ends up happening is it starts to almost collapse or sink, okay? Now, don't worry, this is not too bad. You're probably thinking, oh my goodness, that sounds shocking. No, it's not that bad. But what does happen is that the energy then does not connect through. Does that make sense? Now, you'll often see that. I want you to imagine that um, if there was, um, if you were sitting on your horse's back and you were kind of just sunk down into a bit of a hole, it would be very hard to get the energy. The energy would go down kind of under to where you're you're sitting. It'll go down that because it's on a downward slant. But to then push the energy back up, towards the withers or the head and the neck wherever if you can think of it that way in your horse and um, it's kind of an upward battle and that's what riding a horse who doesn't have a very strong or engaged core is like it really is an uphill battle and um, you're going to struggle the strength is not going to be there but just with anything with strength and I want you to again think of yourself in this situation strength is not built in a day okay or it's not developed in a day it's going to take time to develop strength in your horse so it's important that when you are beginning to work on engaging your horse's core you are doing it for short periods at the beginning and short periods are like maybe two strides <laughs> short periods people go oh okay I'll, I'll do it for 20 minutes I would love you to plank for 20 minutes and see where that gets you, okay? Um, seriously, it's important that you recognize that it's going to be very short. Um, if you've ever started to plank and you haven't been planking before, um, and if you're wondering, what am I talking about? Google planking as an exercise, okay? So if you've ever started that, you'll know that 20 seconds can, oh, it can feel like a lifetime, <laughs> feel very long okay and it's the same for your horse so I would look at one to two strides but what's important is that when the horse begins to actually engage you're not there hindering the process okay and how we can hinder the process is horse can engage but we end up either intentionally or unintentionally we get very heavy in the saddle and the horse then kind of almost bottoms out underneath us or ducks out underneath us to get away from us and to get more so away from our seat bones and the pressure that's been applied there and um, but they'll duck out bottom out to get away from us and the energy then is not connecting through so it's really important that when you're working on engaging your horse's core well you remember to get out of the way and i'm going to tell you how to do that just now okay now where I would start, if I were you, would be starting in the halt. And remember I said that the horse must always be thinking forwards. Well, I'm going to kind of tie it up with that. A lot of people think of the halt as being the end. We got to the halt, we're at the end now, that's it, it's all over now. But it's not. I want you to think of a really good halt. Think of somebody, think of somebody riding. It doesn't have to be anybody you know. It can be somebody on the television or the internet or something else, okay, in a magazine. And think of a really good halt. Now, what I want you to notice is a really good halt. It looks like the horse is ready to take a step forward. And in fact, the horse could do anything if he wanted to. He could probably canter off if he really wanted to, okay? Think of it. Think of that halt. Think of how it looks. Think of how it looks like the horse is carrying himself. Now, I want you to do a very quick little exercise. If you are, well, I suppose you can be doing anything you want. This will work whether you're standing or sitting. So if you're in your car, if you're on your horse, whatever you're doing, I want you to try this. I want you to engage your core. 
okay? So I want you just to tighten all your core muscles up, okay? Now, when you're doing it, I want you to also just make sure that you're opening up your chest, okay? So yes, we want to engage the core, but we also want to open up our chest. And I want you to notice how you grow a little bit. You feel that? Yes. Okay, now, your horse does the same, okay? So when your horse is engaged, he carries himself, just like you do. Okay, now, the reason I'm telling you this in the halt is because very often when riders get into the halt, that energy is not present, and it's that energy that actually engages the core. Think of it. You, when I asked you to engage your core then, you had to physically do something, didn't you? Okay, your horse has to do the same thing. Now, and that is the difference between a good quality halt and a halt that is, ah, we're finished now, that's it. We just stand here for a while and wait, okay? That is not a good quality hold. What ends up happening is it all bottoms out. Yes, remember when we were talking about the bottoming out situation. Okay, so there are the differences. Now, how can you begin to work at this? Well, what I would start doing is thinking about the energy that you're coming into the hold with and that each hold is just a waiting point to do something else. Okay, it's not the end of the line. It's not the end of the story. It's not the end of the ride. It's just a wait to do something else, okay? But that in order to do something else, the energy must still be in it. So in other words, the horse must still be thinking forward. Yes, okay. So now we've got a different energy coming into that halt. Now when we're coming into it, the halt looks different. It feels different. It is a different halt. And because it's different, what the big difference is, is that the horse is now engaged. And it's really important to also understand that I personally feel that engagement, yes, we're talking about physical engagement here through the horse's back, but engagement is also really important um, from the concept that you're engaging your horse's mind as well, okay? Now, I think the best way to do all of this is to allow your horse to figure it out for himself, okay? Remember I said sometimes the rider, sometimes, just sometimes, ah! every now and then okay sometimes the rider is really the the bit in this whole puzzle it's the piece that doesn't fit okay one of the best ways to get your horse to begin figuring this out for himself is on the lunge however you have to be lunging correctly okay and this does not mean loose lunging or free lunging or anything else this is correct lunging um, and that is where I would suggest you start working with this with your horse now what can this help well it'll help if your horse is hollow okay so if there's a, a certain amount of hollowness there in the back so what that would look like if you're riding is that your horse is running around with his nose in the air <laughs> <laughs> we spoke about that recently, didn't we? Um, but yes, if your horse is running around with his nose in the air, that is hollowness. It can also help from the point of view of just getting that energy contained in that the horse is starting to think forward, okay? And of course, you can then move that over to when you're riding. And everything you're doing on the lunge, you're always doing it from the point of view that you can then take that and that it's going to enhance or improve what you're doing underneath the saddle when you're actually in the saddle, okay? Really, really important to kind of note that. Now, if you're interested in learning more about lunging, and I really and truly mean learning more about lunging in a step-by-step -step and having fun along the way for a whole month, um, I am going to be, for the month of November, four weeks in November, doing something really special. Um, I am going to be working with riders specifically on lunging, okay? And we're going to just work through this. We're going to, day by day, get in there and start kind of setting up goals for yourself, simple goals that you'll be able to achieve, but that you learn to actually lunge your horse 
can we say properly, correctly, beneficially for you and the horse, okay, that you're going to get results from it. Um, and I really, I, I just feel lunging is so important. And it's, it's something that particularly this time of year, and I say this time of year for both the top half of the world and the bottom half of the world. This time of year, you have um, a lot of, well, time begins to become an issue, doesn't it? So in the top half of the world, it's very often the weather. It's getting cold. Uh, the evenings are, oh, well, they're almost gone now. <laughs> And daylight is definitely an issue um, and things like that. And you'd rather be at home on the couch sipping a glass of wine in front of the fire than you would be out in the freezing cold riding your horse. OK, let's be honest. Um, and that's OK. There's there's absolutely no harm in being honest at all with that. OK, but seriously, um, it is this time of year. And then also in the bottom half of the world, it is hot, hot as all hell and um, it also makes for things to be a little bit um, more difficult where it comes to actually working with your horse so lunging is fantastic because lunging you can do um, it's it's quick it's like five minutes each way um, and quick 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 but you get really good quality work done anyway I am going to leave it at that if you're interested in joining me this is like really affordable it is really I, I personally believe that you don't have to have lunged before you don't even have to have a lunge ring or a round pen or anything if you've just got an area flattish area of land that you can work with there we go we can go from that I would teach you everything I would take you step by step through it as I said this is not going to cost you an arm and a leg at all in fact it is I'm making this so affordable that I can just try to get it into and get as many riders as possible on board with me with this um, that we can work together. You can find out all the details over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash lunge. And I've spelt it the way that I would spell it here in Ireland, which may be different to where you are in the world, but that is with a U. So it's L-U-N-G-E. So you can find out all the details and you can jump on board to start with us over there. We're starting off November, four weeks. We're gonna to run together. It is going to be um, very much live and interactive, the coaching. Um, and yeah, you'll get to work with me personally and we can really and truly just get your lunging working for you and your horse. And one of, as I said, what we were talking about today, that is just one of the many, many, many advantages to being able to work your horse correctly on the lunge. Okay, I will see you over there. Have a good one, keep well, and I'll chat to you soon. Be good, bye.